0: Welcome back. Hope you guys can hear me. Zach, good to see you. Edub. appreciate you for being back. 10 Naka 420, good to see you as well. I see a lot of people posting bets already. Cannot wait to get into it. Did not get a Formula One guest, by the way, first time live on TikTok as well. You're not going to get the full experience over on the TikTok, but I would like to see what you guys and girls think who's going to win this race. I'll put a poll in this live stream. First time ever doing this shit on TikTok, so bear with me. This is Dale Center. For the full experience, you can head over to YouTube. You can ask questions. They pop up right in front of me. I answer questions, and I give out a lot of bets over like an hour, 15-minute span. Previewing Martinsville this weekend, the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. I'm going to throw you guys one Formula 1 bet early. like This segment for Formula 1, a.k.a. the Netflix Club, We all know if you're a Formula 1 fan, you're just a Netflix subscriber. That's that's all you are. So I'm going to give one Formula 1 bet to all the Netflix subscribers out there that I like that sticks out to me. Uh, But that'll be it. That'll be it. Trevor, good to see you, my friend. Brad over Reddick, Denny over Elliott, Mellon over Larson. I really like matchups this weekend. And similar to Homestead, similar to... What we saw at Martinsville in the spring, I'm expecting a what's lo- what's most likely to happen race. I preach that all the time. It's always been my philosophy in any NASCAR National Series betting. Uh, that's always just been my strategy. And we haven't seen that a lot this year in Cup. I feel like we haven't seen enough changes to these race cars. Drivers mentioned over the test sessions they had, probably not enough changes to make a completely different product than what we saw in Martinsville in the spring. The weather is going to be similar. It's going to be kind of cold. I think passing is going to be at a premium, going to be very difficult. Qualifying is going to be the key here for most of these teams to get their track position and position them, uh, give them the best position possible to win this race. I think track position is going to be paramount. So I like matchups. I like matchups a lot. He's back. I'm back. Appreciate you guys. Harvick over KFB. Trevor, four picks, plus 13, 25. I don't have the tie on today, as you guys have already noticed, but I, I could not wait to wear this shirt. Could not fucking wait to wear this shirt for Halloween. Happy Halloween this weekend. Rusty Wallace as Freddy Krueger. We got to get a, get a good look at this. Have you ever seen anything like this in your life? Nightmare. He's got fucking spark plugs as like the knives that Freddy Krueger would have. Give me a break. My guy, I got to put a link out. I'll put it on my Instagram story later. My guy hooked me up with his shirt. Uh, Has a great page on Grailed. If you guys are not familiar with that app. Uh, Great spot to get some NASCAR vintage stuff. I think there are some sellers that are kind of behind on the market where you can find cheaper products. So download the Grailed app. And I think, if I can remember correctly, his user is Dale Yeah. Dale Yeah. So keep that in mind before we get into some bets. Anybody on TikTok, thank you for watching. This is the first time ever, I'm ever doing this on TikTok. For the full experience, head over to Garage Guys NASCAR Podcast on YouTube to be involved in this massive chat of everybody being degenerate betting motherfuckers. But you can also hang out here. I'm trying to read some comments here. My guy... House House of Cards Netflix Army checking in. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, the spark plugs, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's 90s NASCAR. Let's get some odds on the board. I'm going to start here as you see in the bottom of your screen, cup qualifying odds. We are red hot in cup qualifying bets. Hit we've hit 3 of the last 5 and then the two that we did not hit, we we are one of our picks qualified second, which is always a heartbreaker. AKA Chase Briscoe at Bristol. Uh, plus 6,000, I think, was a fucking terrible night. Eric Almirola got the poll for Bristol. Who would have seen that coming? But for the most part, me and Han Yolo, who you can check out on GarageGuysFantasySports.com, putting out some excellent content. All his projections have been slaying recently for cup racing, Xfinity racing, and cup qualifying. He's been on top of his shit, and we've been on top of our shit as well. And you're going to see some qualifying picks later in the show But Chase Elliott opens as a favorite for cup qualifying. He did win the poll here in the spring. I don't think that's going to happen again. Uh, I think there's just kind of a dark cloud over this team for most of the playoffs. Only two top tens in the playoffs so far. Qualifying hasn't been great either for these guys for the most part, especially compared to some of his Hendrick Motorsports teammates. I think Elliott will be a factor on Sunday. No question about it. But for qualifying, for him to be the favorite, plus 600, I'm not buying it. Denny Hamlin plus 650, also can't believe it because he has not qualified well at all recently. I mean, just not even fucking close as of recently. And and Toyotas were awful here in the spring. I'm going to wait on Toyotas until I see practice and qualifying because I am worried. I just don't know if they're going to be able to pick up all the speed that they were missing in the spring. And I don't know how much the test they had in, what, August, how much that helps these guys, especially the Toyota camp. So I'm pretty surprised by those odds. All odds you see on your screen, unless you're on TikTok, head over to YouTube, get a better experience. All odds are virtue of Barstool Sportsbook. And I'm already eyeing William Byron at plus 800, Ryan Blaney at plus 900. But if you head over to DraftKings, Ryan Blaney is still at 10 to 1, plus 1,000 to win the poll. I really like those two guys, not just for qualifying, but for the races this weekend as well. Oh, accidentally deleted them. Then you have Mar- Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, uh, fourteen to one. Eric Almirola, Chase Briscoe, both at sixteen to one. Keep an eye on those guys as well. As I mentioned earlier, qualified first and second at Bristol, which was our last short track race. Eric Almirola has been very strong at qualifying on the short tracks this year. Chase Briscoe has been absolutely hit or miss, but I feel like in the situation that they're in, with a win, uh, win or elimination. For the final race until the Final Four in in Phoenix, I expect Stuart Haas to pump up the qualifying trim for those guys. So keep an eye out for Eric Almirola and Chase Briscoe. Look at some comments here. Greg Mathern, welcome back, my friend. The NASCAR Titan himself says, 100% with you on matchups, likely likely to add a few more tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm big on matchups this weekend, Cup and Xfinity. I think there's some Xfinity matchups out there that really stick out to me as well. And we'll see that later in the show. Trevor says, what do you think Blaney over Bell moves parlay up to plus 2,000? I I don't know about a five-legger. I don't know about a five-legger. I like Blaney over Bell, though. 100% like Blaney over Bell. Christopher Bell, not a big Martinsville guy. Hasn't been great here over his short career. Ryan Blaney, on the other hand, has been excellent here and has knocked on the door of a win a couple of times. So I I like that matchup in particular, absolutely. Troy V, welcome back, my friend. Troy says, poll and race winner plus 750, love this. Based on what we saw in the spring, I don't hate that. I'd like to get it more like plus 900, plus 1,000, but I see why the books have it priced at that that line because um, William Byron, I think, qualified fourth, third or fourth. He won this race in the spring, but if he hadn't had great, pit work, uh, Chase Elliott had started on the pole, which Elliott had faded some in that race. I remember Chase Elliott, on the, when we ran about 100, 150 laps, started to fall off a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate that bet, though, because I do feel like track position is very important. And if you stick with that philosophy, uh, the pole winner could get it. But let's be real, though. If, if someone like Eric Almarola gets the pole, we know Eric Almirola is not going to fucking win. We know Eric Almirola is not going to win this race. So you got to keep that in mind as well, because I think there are some guys like him, Brad Keselowski, who I don't think have a chance at winning the race, but could qualify super well and then run around eighth to 10th, you know, uh, maybe, you know, fringe top five area. So keep that in mind as well. K bone. Good to see you. Scott Bryn, my guy, the broccoli, the broccoli wad master himself, I appreciate it. I couldn't believe I found it, honestly. I was, And I haven't worn it one time. This is the first time I have ever worn it. I'm going to wear it this weekend. After the show ends, I'm immediately taking it off and hanging it back up. But like, it's Halloween weekend, motherfuckers. Like the best, arguably the best holiday of the year. I love Halloween. It's always a blast. I'm going to Nashville this weekend. Going to see some old friends I hadn't hung out with in a minute. So can't wait for that. And this shirt is coming with me. Let's move into some Xfinity lines real quick. Xfinity series, the dead-on tools, 250. Everybody keep an eye out on GarageGuysFantasySports.com for Cody Zeeb's article. He's been killing it on the Xfinity side all playoff season long and all season long in general, I feel like. So keep an eye on that. These are kind of F1 odds, as uh, Spurs, Ted Lasso, a couple other guys like to say. Gregson is a favorite at plus 225. Ty Gibbs at plus 300. Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, plus 450, plus 700. Josh Berry definitely sticks out to me, a guy that won his first career race here in uh, spring of 2021. I, 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 That's crazy to me. I, maybe they're taking the playoff scenario, the playoff narrative, and putting that towards the fact why he's so undervalued. But Josh Berry, late model champion, late model legend, first ever win at this track that's crazy to me that you can grab him at seven to one that is like the first thing that sticks out I think I've seen a couple other books have him around eight to one maybe so I'd, I'd definitely take a look at that uh AJ Almendinger at ten to one Brandon Jones dead to me after last week anybody that rode the parlays Brandon Jones is just wow I mean a guy that's finished four top four races in a row in the top 10 two in the top five at Homestead Miami and he's a fucking 14th place car all day. How does that happen when his teammates are both in the top five, leading laps, top 10? Brandon Jones is so dead to me. But you can grab him at 10 to 1, and he did win the Martinsville race here in the spring earlier in 2022, even though he would not have won that if it didn't turn into a complete shit show, if anybody remembers that one. But Sam Mayer has my eye at 12 to 1 here on the Barstool Sportsbook. For for Sam Mayer, though, You can grab him at 17 to 1 over on Caesars. Keep that in mind. Austin Hill at 16 to 1. Sammy Smith at 16 to 1, which is absurd. Rookies don't do well at Martinsville for the most part. Always keep that in mind. Rookies and Martinsville are not a good combination. Sheldon Creed at 40 to 1. Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick at 40 to 1 as well. Landon Castle, Ryan Sieg. Nothing else I'm really looking at here. I think that this is Ty Gibbs weekend. If you if you rewind and, and look at the spring race here, Ty Gibbs fucking waxed the field for 95% of that race. I mean, absolutely dominated. I think we'll see that again. I think, and, and he's got to be, he, he's the one guy who's like a certified championship contender. He would need a catastrophe to not make the final four. Noah Grax has won a race in this round. Uh, Josh Berry has won a race in this round. Ty Gibbs has been awfully awfully quiet recently. I think Ty Gibbs gets it done in a dominating fashion. The Toyotas have been pretty good at the short tracks, and I think a little bit better at the short tracks uh, than Junior Motorsports. So I would keep that in mind uh, when you think about Ty Gibbs. His best odds right now are on FanDuel Sportsbook at plus 310, and I'm probably going to hop on that. I'm just gonna let you know, uh, Justin Algar, I think could be a fade play. I'm sorry, Justin. I love you, awesome dude. Uh, you'll probably never watch this, but if you do, I'm sorry. But Justin Algar, not the best guy at Martinsville. Not the best guy at Martinsville. I think uh, you see some matchups like him versus Josh Berry and Josh Berry's plus money. Take a look at that. That's pretty crazy. Josh Berry's two and one head to head against Justin Algar in three starts at this racetrack. When you look at plus 120 for that, I think there's some value there for Josh Berry, a guy who, as I brag on, 401k champion, savior of my bank account, right there, Josh Berry. We fucking love Josh Berry here. Big number eight energy guy. I I think it's plus 120 on DraftKings. I keep an eye on that. Dylan, good to see you, my friend. Dylan says, almost forgot you were live, but we made it. Yes, you did. I appreciate you. Alex Wright says, in Dale we trust. I appreciate you, and welcome back. Elliot got Gustafaned. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I talked about Chase Elliott. What was the pit call? I'm trying to remember. What was the... Did they decide not to pit during a caution, or they came down early or something? Or they took four tires and everybody else took two? I don't remember. But I do remember that now, because I remember looking at Twitter. I was at the track. It was like eight fucking degrees, cold as shit. And I, I remember... People on Twitter were like, Alan Gustafson, Gustafson calls to Chase Elliott the race. You'll have to refresh me on that. Um, let's move to Cup Odds. Speaking of Alan Gustafson and Chase Elliott, he opens as a favorite at plus 650. If anybody remembers, he did win Martinsville in 2020, which catapulted him into a championship. He then, He then went back-to-back back and won at Phoenix the following race. And he's been pretty good here over the years. He's got Jeff Gordon's old car. And Jeff Gordon was pretty fucking good at Martinsville. So think about that. Denny Hamlin at seven to one. Ryan Blaney, William Byron at eight to one. Love both those guys. Love both of those guys. Everything is on the line. William Byron was dominant here in the spring. Last three Martinsville finishes first, fourth and fifth. The guy is good at this racetrack and ultimately was the best guy here in the spring and was about a lap away from getting bumped out of the way by Joey Logano. I will say that. Speaking of Logano, he comes up next at 9 to 1. We cannot forget, dude, the Penske cars were really fucking good here in the spring too. As hard as it was to pass, nobody moved their way through the field like Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney. Those guys were able to pass better than anybody. And their qualifying program is substantially better now than it was back here in March or April or whenever this race was. So for that reason, I love Ryan Blaney. And I feel like you gotta be careful if you're trying to sleep on Joey Logano. Nothing to lose, nothing to gain. He's already locked into the championship race. This is just fucking fun for him. So you cannot you cannot sleep on Joey Logano. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Alex Wright says, "Give me some poll winners. I got you, baby. I got you. Like I said, we've hit two in a row, three out of the last five. we're gonna we're gonna hit we're getting another poll winner. No question about it. Right now, looking at race odds. Martin Trex Jr., our guy, still sitting in prison back here. You can barely see him. See him right there. Yeah. Martin Trex Jr., prison for life. Uh, No one has lost me more money in my life than Martin Trex Jr. Said it on the podcast. Again, we got to talk about Miami for a second. That was 100% his fault. 110% his fault that he got spun by Kyle Larson on pit road. There is nobody in the history of NASCAR that is more creative at finding ways to lose than Martin Truex Jr. There's no one that hates winning more than Martin Truex Jr. And there's no one that just loves to lose more than Martin Truex Jr. I kind of feel bad for him, but I don't. But I kind of do. But then again, I don't at all. I feel like he deserves it. His team doesn't deserve it, but for some reason, I feel like he does. Anyway, he sits in prison behind me. I've seen a lot of people talking about Truex at 10 to 1. I I just I can't touch that. I cannot touch that. I don't see him qualifying well. If he qualifies where he typically qualifies, uh, I would say 10th to 15th, he's not going to close at 10 to 1. He's going to become cheaper and even a better bet if you wait till practice and qualifying. I just don't see it. I know Toyota... Since the spring race, where they were just god awful, except for Kyle Busch was pretty good. I think Kurt Busch ran well as well. Um, for the most part, Toyota was bad with Hamlin, Truex, Christopher Bell. I think was a tenth place car, but he had a pit road speeding penalty. They have gained a lot. They've been good at Richmond. They've been they've been good at New Hampshire tracks. You can use in a in a data sampling to compare to Martinsville. However. I just do not see it. I just do not see it happening. This track is very different. You could actually pass at New Hampshire. Richmond was tough, but you could still pass better than you could in Martinsville in the spring. If these guys don't qualify well, it is tough for me to see a a scenario in which they win. Uh, I can't do it, at least not right now. Christopher Bell at 13-1. to Kyle Larson, last week's winner at 13-1. to Not a big Martinsville guy. He always talks about how he sucks here. I don't think it's going to be a great weekend for Kyle Larson, which it, it typically isn't when he comes to Martinsville. Chastain at 14 to 1, I think, is very intriguing. Earlier, when I talked about the Penske guys able to pass, they moved their way through the field despite bad qualifying spots. Both got top five finishes. The other guy that could pass almost as well as those guys was Ross Chastain, and he finished fifth. So keep an eye on Chastain as well. He's got what, a 19-point cushion on the cut line to win the champ or to get into that Final Four at Phoenix. Keep an eye on Ross Chastain. And I feel like it's kind of gotten quiet recently. But I want to know what you guys think. Do we see a scenario in which Denny Hamlin gets Ross Chastain back? Do we see a scenario where the payback happens? I want everybody's thoughts on that. I think that is... A very compelling storyline. It could be a whole bucket of nothing. It could be a big nothing burger. But I gotta wonder, we've seen some payback here before. What's that? What's that phrase? That's from Batman. If you if you uh hang around long enough, you'll end up being the villain or some shit like that. I, I don't know what the exact phrase is, but I see the the audio on TikTok. Uh someone give me that phrase. What is it? It happened with Jeff Gordon. Matt Kenseth, when the they both got into these fights, and Denny Hamlin has become that guy. Um, it's from Batman, though. Somebody fucking tell me that quote. If you hang around long enough, you become the villain. Uh, whatever. Something like that. I can't think of it right now. But Denny Hamlin could be that guy. That's my point here. Denny Hamlin could be that guy. And I want to know if everybody thinks that that could happen this weekend. That has a major factor. Uh, uh, that could have a major consequence on betting implications. So Ross Chastain at 14 to one. I'm very tempted. I think Ross is going to be fast. I think they're they're going to qualify way better than they did in the spring. If he qualifies anywhere around the top 10, 10th to 15th, I think he is worth a bet because I just don't see him getting any higher than 14 to one. I think it's going to be tough for the books to move him up into a more expensive money line. Uh, Let's see. Trying to check TikTok. Dennis would do it. Per Brandon, appreciate you. Yeah, I think he would do it. I, I just, I wonder what the scenario could be where he could just trash Chastain. Like, would it have to be Kenseth style? Like, Denny has crashed earlier, getting lapped, out of the race, and he pile drives him? Because these cars are so tough now that if Denny just spins them, how much damage can he even do? Uh, My Sweet T says Kyle Larson going back to back. We have some people in the chat on TikTok who are going to be at the race. All right, here's here's a quote. Here's a quote, everybody. Greg, thank you. You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah, that's it. That is Denny Hamlin. That was Jeff Gordon back in uh, 2012 and 2014. That was Matt Kenseth in all of 2015, basically, with the Penske guys. And now Denny Hamlin has a chance. And I I think kind of already is that guy. But Denny Hamlin really could solidify himself as a villain if he does it this weekend. Trevor says I'd be so fucking electric if that happens. <laughs> Would shotgun all my beers. Greg, zero percent Denny, zero percent chance Denny pays back though. NASCAR has made it clear if you manipulate, if you manipulate, you will get hammered. That's a good point. The Cole Custer penalty—that's some NASCAR news. Cole Custer's penalty appeal was denied. I want to know what everybody thinks about that, too, because that, that's a tricky one. I mean, to me, that was pretty obvious that they were like, oh, oh you got a tire down. Slow down. Slow down. And They let Ch- Chase Briscoe pick up a couple spots. I don't know. I, I actually agree with that penalty. So uh, I'm going to get into I guess we'll do the Netflix club bet. I don't have a guest. Um, everybody's all the F1 guys are just too busy on their Netflix subscriptions to to come on the show. Um, cause at the end of the day, you know, that's, if you're a formula one fan, you're just a Netflix subscriber. You know, we all, we all know that even if you don't want to admit it. So everybody's just busy watching Netflix. Um, I might have to subscribe so I can be a true formula one fan, but I will give out one bet. I will give out one play that I like for the, uh, the Mexican grand prix. Um, and I didn't write it down. Shit. I didn't make a banner for it. Uh, well, I can't because I'm not a Netflix subscriber, so I can't like lay it on the screen like I you know make it look nice like all these other NASCAR bets. But I like Carlos Sainz or Ser- or Sergio Perez to get the poll. and I want to pull those odds up. I think Carlos Sainz was plus five hundred uh, over on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm pulling that up right now. Uh, very very unprepared here. Let's see, here we go. F1 Mexico Grand Prix practice qualifying, fastest qualifier. Yes. Okay. And there there may be there may be better value somewhere else. But Carlos Sainz plus 500, Sergio Perez plus 1100. I like one of those two guys to win the poll, I think that's pretty good value for um one of those two guys will probably qualify in the top 3. So, I don't know. That's just that's my that's my F1 bet. If I get one of those right, I get to come back on the show next week. How does that sound? I think that's a good play. Okay, we got some guys in the chat. Trevor's always giving plays. Play one, three units on Alonzo plus 175 to win without three big teams. So the three big teams would be Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. Reasoning, Alonzo redemption after being screwed. That crazy crash last week at Coda. Yep. Play number two, two units, race winner over 10 seconds to second place at plus 145. Reasoning, max dominates, would not be surprised. Play number three, one unit on Alpha, Alpha Romeo fastest speed plus 1200. Reasoning, uh, Zoo, shit, I don't know how to pronounce his name, fastest last two races. Oh, that's from Super NASCAR fan Andrew. Okay, word, word. All right, well, there you go. If you're watching. Consider these bets. I think Super NASCAR fan Andrew uh, dabbles into the Formula One world every now and then. Green tea is yum. What is up? Over on Twitch. I haven't had fucking anybody watch from Twitch. So I appreciate you. How about that? All right. Are you happy now, people? All you Netflix subscribers out there, you got your Netflix Formula One bet. Let's do the Wall of Dale draft. I've got some new developments. Um, because I was really fucking pissed at, at quite a few guys last week. I think I'm going to keep the draft pretty light, though. Um, I don't want to go too hateful. I don't want to go too high on anybody. But anybody new to the program, Austin Sendrick, permanently dead to Dale. If you don't know why, just ask somebody. I explain it all the time. People on TikTok, if you don't know this, I'm so sorry. But Austin Sendrick is permanently dead to me. And you can't see his picture because the, the frame that we're doing is a little awkward. If you head over to YouTube, Garage Guys NASCAR podcast, you get the whole thing. You get the nice, all the nice stuff on this stream. Regardless, you can still get the bets. But David Starr stays up there, 401k Theft Champion. I actually talked to Noah Gragson last Sunday uh, on the grid before the Dixie Vodka 400. I was like, he had seen my, uh, he had seen a video I made making fun of the David Starr crash that fucked him over in 2021. And he, he was like, dude, that video was funny as shit. And I was like, well, how do you feel now? You got your redemption? He was like, hell yeah, man. Like, we finally fucking won. So that was kind of a cool moment. He's still driving the 48 car in the Cup Series for Alex Bowman. Hope Alex Bowman gets well soon. Love that team. Love those guys over there at Hendrick Motorsports. But yeah, Noah Gragson. Big fan of the, uh, the the salute, the very emotional salute we had last weekend. But nonetheless, we are in Martinsville now for this race, Martinsville this weekend. Noah Gragson, probably going to be a factor. Um, the chat right now talking about who's going to be at Martinsville. I will not be there this weekend. I think I said it earlier, I'm going to Nashville, hang out with a lot of my buddies, Um, But Martinsville Fall, if you've never been, you need to go. Martinsville Fall race is an awesome time. Great race. Uh, Last year, with what happened at the end of the truck race, which was complete pandemonium, and then Noah Gragson won and, and shotgun the beer, and then Sunday with what happened with Alex Bowman and Denny Hamlin, it was like the most electric weekend from a crowd standpoint that I've ever been a part of. Easily top three in all the NASCAR races I've ever been to. It was insane, and anybody that was there can probably uh, testify that that is true, especially with Sunday when Denny Hamlin pulled up beside Bowman. crowd was going fucking crazy. It was awesome, so I hope everybody has a good time out there, but I think Miami was my last race of the year. We're just trying to get more figured out at the headquarters here at Garage Guys to plan for 2023, but I will start the Wall of Dale draft right now at the second. Ryan Priest, you are dead to me. Ryan Priest, you are so fucking dead to me. Might be a cup guy next year, take over the 41 card. But until then, we put the fucking retirement fund on that 17 truck last week. I mean, I put so much money on that guy to win top three. I had top three in all my parlays that were alive. The Tanhardt Triple Crown parlays were alive after William Byron won the poll. And then Priest finished fourth. And we just needed a top three. Just kills me. You're dead. You're dead to me, Ryan Priest. I'm sorry. Probably uh, positive betting on Ryan Priest this year overall. But this one was just a killer. So welcome. It's been a while for uh, old Ryan Priest since he's been up on the wall. All right. Who else? Um, Where's my guy? This guy really fucked me last week, too. This guy's pit crew at the Dixie Vodka 400 was amazing. I mean, every single late race caution would get him up either on the front row or in the top three. And I had him not just to win, which I had Kyle Larson to win, which was fine. Helped me out. But Denny Hamlin for a top three was one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Dennis right here. And he just royally fucked me over, man. I mean, royally fucked me over. Every single time, he he would just choke. He would choke and give up four or five spots on a restart. Just killed me. He could not close out a top three. And I think Denny could be a good play to win this weekend. You know, I am worried about Toyota. I definitely would wait till practice and qualifying because I don't think they're going to blow the fucking numbers off the board and time trials. But, I mean, I, I'm just so sour about Denny Hamlin. Just couldn't close. Just could not close out a top three for me. That's all I needed. So, right now, Denny's dead to me. I don't know if he's ever been up there, honestly. <sighs> so, who? Um, you know what? And I've been disrespecting this one guy. I think the last two weeks I forgot to do this. So, I'm not going to forget this time. Those are the only three guys I'm going to put up there. Uh, actually, no. Maybe one more. But Sports God of the Week, Sports God of the Century, uh, B.J. McLeod has got to get back up on the wall. We need his energy. We love B.J. McLeod, the best hair in the garage, except for me, of course. But B.J. McLeod, Sports God, got to get him up. Sports God of the Week for the, I think, like the 12th time, 13th time, uh, goes to B.J. McLeod. Man of the people. Hardest working guy in the garage. Best hair in the... Second best hair in the garage. Uh, we love old BJ McLeod. And I'm going to put this... Oh, wait. Yeah, hold on. I got two more guys. I got two more guys I got to put up here that are dead to me. Um, This is a game time decision. No, nah, I'm just going to go one. I'm just going to go this guy. Hasn't been on the wall very much this year, but after the most mediocre average performance ever... Just like how Ryan Priest kind of fucked me over, Brandon Jones fucked me over in the Xfinity series. Brandon Jones, super, super dead to me after what happened. Your teammates are leading laps, running top five, Trevor Bain and and Ty Gibbs, and you're running fucking 14th. Dead. So dead to me, Brandon Jones. And I'm probably going to fade him as well. I was thinking about putting Christopher Bell up behind me. But he just hasn't done anything wrong to me. I, I just feel like Christopher Bell could be a fade of the week on the Cup Series side. That's kind of how I'm feeling. But I, like I said earlier, I don't want to put too much negative energy on anybody. Uh, so let's get to the positives. You know, we got B.J. McLeod up there. All is right in the world with B.J. McLeod back again as a sports god of the week. Um, I'm gonna go back to when I was most successful at NASCAR Cup betting in 2022. It was when we had coined the phrase Benjamin Bill, a.k.a. Bill Byron. William Byron, the man who dominated this race in the spring. I love him to win the poll. I like him to win the race. Benjamin Bill is what we're going to call him this weekend because I think he's going to be tough to beat. So I think William Byron is going to be doing it for Dale all weekend long. Next up, I'm going to be telling Greg Mathurin with his bet. Uh, I'm I'm probably going to log it tonight. Uh, He he wrote a bet up, our Garage Guys, fantasysports.com, a a bet he is very confident in. And when Greg Mathern, the NASCAR Titan, is confident in a bet, you don't don't fade Greg. And we're going to be talking about Brad Keselowski. And I'm going to talk about that bet here shortly. But Brad K, feeling pretty good. These guys at RFK have made monumental improvements from the first half of the season. Fuck, I mean, the first three-fourths of a season. I mean, the last quarter of the year has been a different 2022 for RFK. Looking at Brad Kay and Chris as We all remember Chris Busher got that dub at Bristol, which shocked the world. Shocked everybody except for J- uh, Jacob Kelly Lewis over at Left Turn Colt because he predicted it like a year ago, and he actually bet on it too. So that's pretty wild but yeah, I think uh Brad K there's some value on Brad K this week and I think he's going to be doing it for Dale no question about it. Josh Berry I think is going to stand alone. Actually no. No no no. It's all game time decisions. All back and forth, back and forth. Um I mentioned I like Eric Almirola to get the poll, kind of. Do I really think it's going to happen? I don't I, I'm not super high on it. I'm not super high on it. I feel like Bristol was a fluke, but I think Almirola is worth a bet because his short track qualifying has been really strong in 2022. So I'm not going to put Almirola on the wall, but I will put this guy on the wall. I saw a tweet earlier talking about the number 14 team with Tony Stewart getting clutch wins during his time that catapulted him to a championship in 2011. Um, Chase Briscoe, I'm telling you at least for qualifying. I don't think Chase Briscoe is going to win this race, which you can get him, I think, at like 35 to 1. But for qualifying, one thing to consider is on Barstool Sportsbook, they have him priced at plus 1,600. DraftKings has him at plus 900. That is a massive discrepancy in pricing. And those lines are always fishy to me. Caesar Sportsbook also has Chase Briscoe, I think, at 8 to 1 or 9 to 1. But Barstool is way off over in the 16 to 1 range. Something's up. Chase Briscoe to win the poll, I think, is a decent bet. Don't put the retirement fund on it, but I think there's a good chance Chase Briscoe in qualifying only could be doing it for Dale this weekend. So he deserves a spot on that wall. And look, this pains me to do it because I I just, man, I just fucking hate this kid. I got two more spots left, but Ty Gibbs, I'm I'm, I'm going to be betting on him. I will be betting on Ty Gibbs this weekend in the Xfinity race, and I hate it. I fucking hate it, but it's his time. It's a final race before the championship. These guys are being a little bit undervalued right now by everybody in the garage, I, I, I think, because Noah Gregson has had such an amazing year. The books certainly aren't undervaluing him that much, but I think you got to be careful here because if no, if Ty Gibbs comes out, blows everybody away in practice, blows everybody away in qualifying, he won't, you won't even be able to get him at plus three hundred anymore. So, I think I'm gonna go hammer time on plus three ten for Ty Gibbs. I think he's gonna be doing it for Dale this weekend, as much as it pains me to bet on him. So he go, he goes up on the wall. My final guy. Another guy who has really fucked me over a lot in 2022 on the bets. But I have a good feeling about him. I mentioned him earlier. He's probably not going to be a top play. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Probably not going to be a Dale Center top five play. But I really like Sam Mayer. Two starts at Martinsville, both in the top five. He's a short track ace. Almost won this race in the spring. Got the shit beat out of him by Ty Gibbs. I like both these kids this weekend. I'm looking for the rematch. All right, both these guys, both could miss the championship four. Ty Gibbs is almost a lock to make it, but Sam Mayer is basically win or go home. I love the narrative here. Get them back together, battle for the win. Sam Mayer, seventeen to one over on Caesar Sportsbook. I like him. I think the kid could get it done for his first career NASCAR Cup Series win. I like Sam Mayer. And that's it, really. I think that's all I'm going to do for the wall. Um, Josh Berry stands alone in the 401k national championship team because of his win at Vegas that nobody predicted except me. Full credit to me for predicting that when no one else believed me or did it. Josh Berry, you are a 401k national champion regardless of what happens for the rest of this year. So you, you get that spot by yourself. Truck series is off this weekend. If it wasn't, we know Chandler Smith will be up there, too. But I think Chandler Smith is going to be tough to beat in Phoenix. You want a future? Give me Chandler Smith, which he's probably like plus 100 to win the championship over on the truck side. Regardless, I think that number 18 team on the truck side gets it done in Phoenix. goes back to back. But all right. There you go. There's your wall of Dale drafts. Once again, anybody watching on TikTok, head over to YouTube uh, Garage Guys NASCAR podcast and you will see Dale Center live and get a much better experience. This is the first time we have done this over on TikTok. So I appreciate everybody who's who's hopped in who says uh, who they think is going to win this weekend. My guy Firefighter with Cards says nine for the win this weekend. Now is that Gragson or Chase Elliott? You can make a case for both. You can put them in a parlay too. That could be a popular parlay. So let's get into the top plays. All right. Let me look at some comments though. All right. Yes. Trevor talking about Martinsville. It was absolutely electric. Dylan was there last year for cup was a badass time. Alex, right. First time in Martinsville. I'm bricked up. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. You should be. Troy V says fade bell and Larson. Yep. I like that mindset. Both guys aren't very good here. Um, Neither Well, Bell, Bell is win or go home. Uh, Kyle Larson obviously out of the picture when it comes to a driver's championship. But just not a great place for him or Christopher Bell. Trevor says, slamming Brad K's top five. Like that. Alex Wright, are we slamming Brad K's this weekend? think to win you could get Brad at like 40 to 1, maybe 50 to 1. Could be worth a shot. He is amazing at Martinsville. Harrison Strother. Appreciate you joining in and was commenting on Twitter. Hey, there you go. That will teach you real quick, Harrison. This is where you do the comments. This is how you get involved. You got you to gotta hit that link, head over to YouTube. You can watch on Twitter. if You're just browsing, you know, quick stop by, watch for a few minutes, then you go back, watch your football game. NC State's playing right now. Thursday night football starting here soon. But if you want the full Dale Center experience, you got to come over here to YouTube and get it. Co-pizzle, my dude, what is up? Love that pick, Dale. Fuck, I don't know which pick. I was behind on the comments. Harrison says, I roll with the 54 and the 9. Can't go wrong, but and, and no money on either of them. See, that's the thing. On the betting side, it gets tricky because the books are going to force you to bet on one of them, basically, if you want to make any money. They've saturated their odds so much because they have been the two best guys all year long that you really kind of need to bet on, on one of them to make any money so just a tip right there just from a betting perspective i was talking to the damn wall lmao hey it's happened to a few people that have been like shit i was on twitter that whole time missing out on this great experience welcome welcome to the family everybody give harrison a a good good round of applause for joining in on the dale center fun it is time let's get in to the dale center Just need some good background music. All right, Dale Center top play number five. We touched on him. He's on the wall right behind me. Big Daddy Brad K. Are we gonna be slamming Brad K's this weekend? I think there's a chance. There's a good enough chance because I, I'm betting on him. I feel I feel good about it. Greg Mathern 100% tell NASCAR Titan Greg Mathern on this one right here. No question about it. Brad Keselowski over Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick is not a Martinsville guy. This has not been one of his best tracks. Has really struggled here since he's entered the Cup Series. Brad Kay, on the other hand has been unbelievably good here, uh, over especially over the past three or four years. And I know it's been a tough season for these guys. As we've mentioned, the program has definitely taken the next step over the last quarter of the season. But Brad Kay in this number six car. As they've gotten better, and they're just testing out everything. So this has been a, a, a very experimental year. They, they've got a poll at Texas, which nobody saw that coming. They've been running top 10, top 5, way more often. Love Brad K. this weekend. And over over Tyler Reddick, you can get that at almost even money. That's wild. That's wild, because the, resume, the resumes at this racetrack are not even, just not even fucking close. And I'll add on there what you want to go a unit and a half on that matchup maybe you know unit and a quarter unit unit three quarters maybe even a two unit bet um i like brad k for a top five at plus 410 on barcel sportsbook is the best value that i've seen uh put a half unit on that i think that's a great play i think that could happen i think if brad k qualifies really well i just don't see him getting shipped off to the back i think he's going to run up front most of the race top 10 which is what he's done a lot recently at several different kinds of racetracks. And earlier in the season, this is worth considering, even though it seems like nothing. Brad Kay finished 17th here at Martinsville in the spring. You'll hear that and be like, well, that sucks. That's mediocre. At that time of the season, Brad Kay and, and RFK were, were unloading like 35th place cars every fucking week almost. So for him to get 17th that early in the season, that means something to me. That portion of the season was a very bad time for the six team. They were unloading really, really slow race cars. So I like that. I think that that data could be important to go along with its track history. So I think you could take a stab at top five. And if Brad K qualifies well, which I think based on how we've seen the playoffs go, Brad K could absolutely qualify in the top 10 and hang around up there all day long. This whole team... This whole organization, the performance has been enhanced over the past eight to 10 weeks. So I like this. That's why it's Dale Center top plate number five. That's Brad Keselowski over Tyler Reddick. Minus 105 via DraftKings Sportsbook. And then a top five at plus 415 or plus 410 via Barstool Sportsbook. So I like that. I like the Brad K energy, baby. Number four. I'm glad you guys, like Greg, uh, Trevor, you guys chimed in about would Denny Hamlin get payback? Probably not. And I like the narrative that NASCAR has set a precedent recently, especially with what happened with Bubba Wallace. Fuck, even Cole Custer, they call that race manipulation. The issue would be does Denny care? Like, does he give a fuck? Like, if his race is over, does he care? But I'm kind of siding with you guys. And I think Ross Chassane is going to be really good. And I think Christopher Bell is not. Uh, I think this is absolutely worth a play for a unit, maybe a unit and a half, because Ross Chastain was really good here in the spring, and they've unloaded fast at the majority of racetracks in 2022. Hasn't mattered if it's been a mile and a half, a short track, a super speedway. They've kind of covered everything, and that's why—that's exactly why Ross Chastain sits. Goddamn, dude! I'm stuffy. I'm sorry. I am stuffy. The seasons are changing. It's cold. Fuck. Anyway, I like Ross Chastain over Christopher Bell because they unload fast everywhere. And as I said, they were one of the only teams that legitimately could pass here in the spring. And all this is why Ross Chastain is sitting second in points right now and really doesn't need... It could all fall apart with a crash, but doesn't need a huge day to stay in it and make that Final Four. But, all I mean, in, in their minds, if he runs top five, there's no way he misses the playoffs. There's no way he misses the Final Four. And I think there's a good chance we see Ross run top five and also a good chance we see Christopher Bell on the struggle bus all day long. Not a great track for C. Bell in his short career at Martinsville. So let's move on to Dale Center top play number three. And you guys asked for qualifying bets? I got you. I got you right here. These are the five guys I'm betting on, no matter what. I'm on William Byron to go back to back on polls. Ryan Blaney at 10 to 1. Chase Briscoe at 16 to 1. Eric Almorola at 16 to 1. And Brad Keselowski at 25 to 1. We talked about Brad K. We talked about Chase Briscoe. We talked about Byron. We talked about Eric Almirola. The Eric Almorola one kind of. It, it, it's. It, Kind of bothers me a little bit because I think it's a little too expensive. Like, if it were, I would I'd feel okay about it if it was like 20 to 1, 22 to 1. 16 to 1 hurts my soul just a little bit. But when you look at the data, I, I feel like it's a must. I really feel like it's a must to just ride with it and see. Um, the one guy we really haven't touched on is Ryan Blaney. And these guys have everything. They, they're basically in a must-win situation as well, or at least really close to it. So, I think Ryan Blaney, uh, who's been great at qualifying for the most part in 2022, is a, an excellent contender to go out here and win this poll at 10-1. to 1. I think there's really strong value there. So, these five guys, I feel very confident that one of them will win the poll. And that is William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, Eric Almarola, and Brad Keselowski. And before we get into the next ones, I want to look at some comments. Harrison, love the Brad K energy. Hey, Alex Wright, Brad Pole. Hey, and you said that five minutes ago. Yeah, call that one, baby, call that one. Oh shit, we got a lot that I didn't see. Trevor says, I think Joey Rockets bringing it home. It's been too long since I've seen those Logano loops in person. Yeah, nothing to lose, man. Joey Joey becomes way more dangerous when he has nothing to gain or nothing to lose, so I don't hate that mindset. Harrison says, Gibbs and Elliott. Although I could see Gragson contending as well. Alec, welcome back. Good to see you. Just hopped in. Denny got to be number 1 play for you. You could not be more wrong, Alec. Sorry. I'm scared of Toyota. I'm still not on I'm not on the Toyota train just yet. I think we have time to wait and see when it comes to the Toyota guys. Alex, right. I'm about it. Dylan, how many units? Ugh, I don't know what play you're talking about. Ask me what play. Troy says, Dale, did you play David Starr DFS last weekend? I didn't play any DFS last weekend. Especially not at Homestead. It's nothing but pain when I think about DFS at Homestead. Cannot do it. Alex Wright says, fuck it. I'm slamming some Brad Caves this weekend. Love that energy. Harrison says, don't forget his boy Busher. First finishing in green flag speed at Bristol. Most recent short track and had tons of speed at Richmond too. Absolutely. That's a good point. That's a good point. RFK collectively... I think could be very strong, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Brad K because Martinsville typically Martinsville is a place where either you love it or you hate it. And Brad K is an, I love it guy. I don't know how Chris Buescher feels about Martinsville, but the results don't tell you a whole lot. No poll for Denny. No, the qualifying for Denny Hamlin has just not been there as of recent. I I cannot take Denny Hamlin, cannot do Denny Hamlin for the poll. If he gets it, I'll live with it because I, I at plus six hundred or plus seven hundred, there's no value there for me. Brad play, yes, a unit and a half. Talking about the matchup, absolutely. I'd go anywhere between one a unit and a half to two units. And Tyler Reddick, I'm sorry. I, I don't think you'll ever watch this, but if you do, I'm sorry. I think Brad Kay's a uh, Big Martinsville guy, and, and you're just not at this moment. So yeah, let's move let's let's keep this going. My voice is starting to die on me. I'm sorry, guys. I have just had the worst cold. Going back to Xfinity for the final two plays, and this one right here, Austin Hill over Sammy Smith. Austin Hill just continues to be that guy who just finds a way to get great finishes. We've really figured out how talented this dude is. We've seen him. We saw him win at trucks, and Hattori are with uh, Hattori Racing, in the number 16 truck. He's carried that shit over to Xfinity, and he's... Consistently, maybe not consistently, but very often running top five while Junior Motorsports and Joe Gibbs Racing arguably have better race cars. And Austin Hill has just been killing it, man. So I like the experience he has already. He finished fourth at Martinsville in the spring, survived all that chaos. And Sammy Smith never raced at Martinsville. Rookies, this is just not their place. This is not a good place for rookies and. A very competitive field like the Xfinity series. So give me Austin Hill. Minus 115 on DraftKings. This is a two unit play. Two unit play, maybe a two and a half unit play. Austin Hill also is in a position where they're going to be very aggressive, probably with strategy. They're going to do everything they can to try to make that final four on the outside looking in. Love Austin Hill in this matchup. Let's see, we got one comment here. How do you feel about Cindric pull 40 to 1? Cindric, they always qualify like top. I don't think they did last week, but Penske's been really good at qualifying this year, right? And Cindric has led the charge from a consistency standpoint, but he never wins polls. He never wins the poll. He's been close. He was really close at, uh, what was that, Texas? Texas or uh, Vegas, actually. Maybe it was Vegas. I mean, if there was a bet, Trevor, where you could bet on guys to make the top 10... I would bet on Cindric every single week. They only had that bet one time, and it was for the All-Star race. But if that were a, a regular bet for every race, I would bet on Austin Cindric to qualify top 10 every single race. But he just has not been able to get polls. So I think playoff drivers, for the most part, will eat up the top five in qualifying. I really do. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, there's your your second play right there. I think it's a two-unit play. Austin Hill over Sammy Smith. Rookies are not... Rookies in Martinsville, bad combination. And the number one play, it pains me, but I, I, I don't show favor. Like, Noah Gragson, good friend of the garage guys. Tyler Reddick, good friend of the garage guys. But you got to stick with the data. You got to stick with what the brain tells you. And... I mean, even the gut tells me too. but And I don't think Noah Gragson is just going to have a bad day. Like let, Let's face it. Noah Gragson is really fucking good at Martinsville. But I think Ty Gibbs is primed to win this race. Primed. Absolutely primed. at plus 310. I think that's the best you're going to get out of Ty Gibbs over on FanDuel Sportsbook. Head-to-head over Gragson at plus 120. I would put this in your parlays. Gragson's already locked in. Kind of a whatever race for him. Ty Gibbs, I think, is going to come out here. He's going to qualify up front. He's going to lead all the laps, and he's going to run away with this race. That's my prediction for the Xfinity Series. We saw an absolute shit show here in the spring. That does not happen in Martinsville very often, especially in the Xfinity Series. So give me Ty Gibbs. Short track program for the 54 has been excellent in 2022. I think he, he just comes out and just blows the field away straight up. But so I, I love Ty Gibbs. I hate him. I hate him as a kid. Which I don't actually hate him, but like, he's not a fan favorite. Like, he's gonna be that villain, right? When he gets in the cup next year, Ty Gibbs is gonna be that villain. And I'm totally on that train that's like, not a Ty Gibbs guy. But when it comes to where I wanna comfortably put my money this weekend, it's gonna be on Ty Gibbs. It's gonna be on Ty Gibbs. All right. Zach Hamilton over on Twitch. Welcome. Uh, Chase with the poll. I just can't do it. I feel like the, the qualifying program hasn't been good enough. Uh, and for him to be a favorite at plus 600, I'd consider it more if it was 10 to 1, you know, up to like 12 to 1. Um, but 6 to 1, I can't do it. I don't think he sweeps the polls here at, at Martinsville. I like his teammate, William Byron, though. Troy, Gibbs over Gragson in Xfinity, but Gragson over Gibbs in Cup. That's a stay away for me. Um,. That's a stay away for me, just because if you go back here in the spring, 23xi was pretty damn good. 23xi was fast. While Joe Gibbs, collectively, was not good, the 23xi cars were pretty fast, and I don't know why that is, Um, and Ty Gibbs, I think, has developed more experience in the Cup car. Somebody would have to fact check me on that, actually, because Noah's gotten a good bit of starts, too. Um, But week to week, Ty Gibbs has been in the car a lot more, and I feel like he's learned this this gen 7 car more than noah has at least at this point so i don't know i i I don't hate it but i'm not putting my money there because it it feels like a stay away from me like that could be i could see those guys running 17th and 18th all day long troy and who's in front of who no idea K. gavin what's up dude it's been quiet from you which by the way damn i forgot to put the nice banner up on it i'm so pissed Forgot to put the nice little banner off the top play banner. I'm so mad at myself. Anyway, uh, parlay time. It's getting parlay time. Let's get some parlays cooked up. I got my tan heart triple crown on deck. But Kay Gavin says, Gibbs is like the Mac Jones type villain though. Out here kicking people in the dick. Yes, yes. That is a good point. I feel like Mac Jones is way more likable though. But yeah, I mean, Mac Jones he, he struggled. He, honestly, it's a pretty good comparison. Like, Ty Gibbs kind of struggled in cup. Mac Jones uh, kind of struggled a little bit with the Patriots. So this year, he's, he's battled injuries. But both in their pre-cup days, pre-pro days, were amazing. Mac Jones won a national championship. Ty Gibbs, a beast in the Xfinity Series. Not the worst comparison ever, but the kicking people in the dick part. Remember, Ty Gibbs, last time we were here... Uh, Punched Sam Mayer about a hundred times and he may have gotten a dick punch in we never know when when they fell on the ground Anything goes he could have he could have got a dick kick in there Trevor says Briscoe over Dinger minus 120. I Don't like that play because AJ almendinger has been hot recently in cup man like Martinsville is not his favorite place But in the cup series he's been hot dude. He's he was amazing last week at homestead He's had multiple top ten runs I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm a little scared to bet against AJ right now in the Cup Series. I mean, he's had. He's been able to figure it out. So I don't know if I like Briscoe over Dinger. That's a stay away for me. If I had to pick one, I would take Dinger, the plus money, actually, uh, Trevor. Troy says Gibb has not been good in Cup. One top 10 in all of his Cup races. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dylan, I think Bubba will be good. I think Bubba will have a top 15 run. So for whatever it's worth. Maybe consider that in your matchups. Say, whoever he's matched up against, what's the chance they run top 15? Um, and I think Bubba does. I haven't really paid attention to a lot of his matchups. I think I did see one on DraftKings. Um, I don't remember who it was against, but I, I 23XI has been really good. Um, and they had speed here in the spring when a lot of other teams didn't. So I think that's in consideration. Bubba's had some good runs here with Richard Petty Motorsports. Um, a few top 15 runs, I believe. So, I think Bubba might be good. I think he could be worth a bet on a matchup if you find something with good value on his end. Yep, Dinger over Briscoe. Trevor plus 100. Bubba match with Busher on Kings. And of course, they match him up with somebody that makes it tough, right? I don't know, man. Chris Busher scares me because RFK could be could be really good this weekend. I don't know. I feel like that's a stay away. I feel like it's to stay away. I, I, th- I did say I love matchups this weekend, but you guys are pointing out a lot that I'm kind of like, huh. Eh. On the Xfinity side, like I love Gibbs over Gregson. I love Mayer uh, over Brandon Jones. Um, Josh Berry plus one twenty over guy, I think is worth a play too. So, um, yeah, there there are some matchups out there that that could provide a lot of value on both sides. Nevertheless, I'm trying not to cough, guys. I'm sorry. Let's do it. Where are the parlays? I want to see some motherfucking parlays, people. Where are we at with the Tanhart Triple Crown and then the Broccoli Wad? I need some Broccoli Wad parlays. Last weekend was a heartbreaker. Ryan Priest missed it by one spot. And then Brandon Jones just shit the bet. So we, did, we didn't go back to back. But we don't give up. We do not give up. And here is the Tanhart Triple Crown Parlay of the weekend. So let me explain the first part. I'm probably gonna make like four parlays out of this. Just letting you guys know. I'm probably gonna do a parlay with Blaney or Byron to win the poll or the race. Both of them are plus 800 to win the race. I love both of them as race picks. Like off, you know, out of the gate. I think these guys both will be running top five all day long. Now, this basically spells four different parlays, I believe. Cause you gotta do Blaney to win the poll, matched up with Hill over Smith and Gibbs over Gregson. Byron to win the pole, matchup with Hill over Smith, Gibbs over Gregson, and then each of them to win the race, matchup with Hill over Smith and, Gra- and Gibbs over Gregson. I like all four of them. Like when I was sitting here making all my bets, I couldn't decide what I liked the most. So I was like, let's leave it. Let's leave it wide open and just say I'm gonna do four different parlays with each of these combinations. Like the Hill over Smith, Gibbs over Gregson. Those are the two. Those are in each parlay no matter what. Combine those with the Blaney and the Byron for the poll or the race. I think it's a good play. The odds you see plus $3,601, the $100 bet would win $3,600. That is based upon the uh, race winner. That is based upon if Blaney or Byron are plus $800. And on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, Blaney and Byron are plus $800 to win. So there you go. I hope I explained that well. Basically, I'm going to have four different... Heart triple crown parlays. So, with that being said, let me know what you guys think. And I need to know your guys' parlays. We got to get back on the board. Uh, K Gavin, I hope you're in the lab right now, making cooking up something very uh, meth like for the weekend. We need it, we need it like we had a couple weeks ago. The parlay of a lifetime, K Gavin 15 made. But I want to see what you guys have. So, cook them up. Trevor's been cooking them up for the last hour, but Trevor just does a shit ton of matchups. And that's not as much my thing. So I need you guys to just unload parlays on me before we sign off here. This is the broccoli wad named after our guy, Scott, who hit the first ever community parlay on like episode four or episode five. I think we've hit two cents. So I mean, three parlays in 17 episodes. Like that's, I think that's pretty good because parlays are very low probability. In hindsight, so I think that's pretty good success rate. All right, Alex, right? Let's get it started. Not a triple crown, but Brad K. Poll with Sam Mayer, Sammy Mayer. I like that, Sammy Mayer. Let's switch it up a little bit. Maybe if he changes his name to Sammy, that's when he'll finally win. Uh, plus thirty thousand. That is a juicy play right there. Very, very juicy. Sam Mayer to win the Xfinity race and Brad K. to win the pole. I like it, I like it a lot Alright, we need some more What time is it? Yeah, my phone is on TikTok live right now So, uh, Actually, I'm going to go ahead and shut that off I got one person Earlier we had like 20 Oh Goodbye TikTok How do I turn this motherfucker off? In live, boom Okay Well, we just broke my uh, phone light Or my ring light I think I can fix it Wow, we had a lot of viewers. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Nice. Okay. Sweet. Alright, I need some parlays. Come on. Parlays. Parlays. NFL just kicked off, or is about to. Might as well. I, I did a bunch of first touchdown bets. I took uh, Pat Ricard, Devin Duvernay, both defenses, and uh, Mike Evans for first touchdown in the Bucks game. Look, we got. I need the parlays, people. I'm going to go fix my ring light. When I come back, I better see some fucking triple crown parlays on the screen. Not fucking around. I need the energy. Let's go. Come on. I'll be right back. I need parlays. Ugh. All right, where are my parlays, people? I'm a little disappointed right now. All right, K. Gavin, there he is. Let's go. Gasicki anytime touchdown. Austin Dillon top ten. Sam Mayer to win plus 94.87. That's a good one. I like that one. Gasicki didn't score last week because I I bet on him score and he didn't he's kind of due for a touchdown so I love that Austin Dillon was you know mentioning the one guy I didn't mention who was really good at passing at Martinsville in the spring was Austin Dillon he had a rocket ship I don't hate that and then Sam Mayer to win I already talked about him I I like Sam Mayer What, what about if we did a Sam Mayer top five or a top three what would that bring it down to I love that parlay I might end it right there. You might get it again, K. Gavin. I, I, wh- where's the energy? I need some some, some parlays. You're welcome to combine football with NASCAR. You can combine Formula 1 with NASCAR if you want. I just need to see some parlays so I can bet one with you. Is that too hard to ask, people? Is that too hard to ask? Usually around this time, we have like 20 parlays. What the fuck is going on? Is that the Tom Brady effect? Is that the damn Tom Brady effect doing this shit? Bucks are, Ravens are already driving. Okay, Gavin, t- uh, give me the odds if you change it to a Sam Mayer top five. Real quick. Give me the odds if you change it to a Sam Mayer top five. One second, I'll be right. Like, all right. With Mayor top five, plus thirteen seventy five. With top three plus twenty four eighty one. Scott Byron over Hamlin, Dinger over Briscoe, Barry over Allgaier. I like that. I want something spicier though, because I already kind of did. Well, no, mine was pretty. Mine was pretty out there. That's a more conservative one. Hmm. I like that. I, I don't like doing all matchups, but. I think, uh, oh, Bucks just muffed the punt. Nice. I don't hate that one. I like this one, man. I really like Gasicki. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Kay Gavin, we're going to do Gasicki anytime, Austin Dillon top 10, Sam Mayer top three. How about that? Plus 2481. That's what we should do. I think that's going to be the play. I think that's going to be the broccoli wad. Let's do it. My throat's killing me. My voice is about to die. I'm a little disappointed in the in the parlay energy, guys. I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I still love all of you, but we need more parlay energy. Regardless, I'm gonna sign off. Um, hope everybody has an awesome time in uh, Martinsville watching the race. And I feel confident about bets. I think it's gonna be a great weekend. There it is right there. K Gavin 15. We're riding back with you again. Gasicki anytime. Austin Dillon, top three. Sam Mayer, top three. That is the broccoli wide for this weekend. Hope everybody enjoys the races. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget. I missed it. I missed it. Hooters, promo code garage guys saves you $10 on any order. Carry out delivery $30 or more or dine in $40 or more. Just tell your waitress about promo code garage guys or use it on order.hooters.com. Promo code garage guys always promo code garage guys, always saving you money. We're always hooking you up. Valid at HOA locations, redeemable for food, non-alcoholic bourbon, beverages, and merchandise. Can't talk anymore. My brain is shut down. But Hooters, proud partner of the garage guys. You can see the link below to get to order.hooters.com. Love you all. It's time to sign off. Everybody have a great weekend. Cannot wait to win some more money. And hopefully we have a better weekend than we did at Homestead.